0: This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Coming up next on Plains FM is Find Your Bliss. morning beauties, welcome to the Find Your Bliss radio show here on Plains FM Every Thursday morning at 9 o'clock where we speak to you about all things physical, intuitive, metaphysical, esoteric and spiritual And today on the show we are talking about the age of Aquarius And what that means to you in your life and how this is impacting you perhaps Maybe you're aware of it, maybe you're not Let's dive in and discuss So I want to share with you guys some information that I shared in the Facebook group earlier on in the week. Twenty-first uh, of December uh, was solstice. So solstice in the northern hemisphere it would be winter solstice, in the southern hemisphere it would be summer solstice. But again, a very significant time for us, especially in the spiritual community. Uh, On the 14th of December there was a total solar eclipse and that's really being amplified by what we call a green conjunction that is occurring, well did occur on the 21st of December. So this is really the opening of new streams of light and frequency onto the planet and it's a wonderful time to set your intentions for 2021. The Grand Conjunctions, when Jupiter and Saturn align at the same degree, they do this like every 20 years or so. However, this is the first time in about 200 years that the conjunction moves from being in Earth signs to moving into air signs. And of course, that first air sign is the sign of Aquarius. So many people believe that we're officially moving into the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Although it's really interesting, because if you look online, the start of the age of Aquarius is quite hotly debated. So this era, the Age of Aquarius, is supposed to last for 2,160 years. A lot of people believe it started already. If you um, were around, of course, that movie from the 60s or 70s here, you'll remember this song in your head probably. This is the dawning of the Age of Aquarius. So um, a lot of people believe that it started obviously because they were talking about it at that point in time. But it's associated with electricity, computers, democracy, freedom, idealism, modernization, rebellion, non-conformity, philanthropy, veracity, perseverance, and truth. So we're going to dive into some of that just shortly and what that might mean for us. But Saturn as an, uh, a planet is more slow and steady wins the race. It's about, you know, doing the work, putting the effort in, having a solid foundation and um, you know, being on the hook, right? Putting the effort in to get the rewards. Whereas Jupiter is much more expansive, adventurous, joyful, um, adv- you know, playful in a way. So it's kind of an interesting combination of energies. Saturn being put the effort in and Jupiter being kind of like, let's go, let's go. But I think they're actually really great energies to bring together for your manifestations because, you um, you do have to put the effort in to manifest something, right? You have to show up, you have to be willing, you have to do the work to Get free and clear of your inner blocks so you can receive. Whereas Jupiter, we do want to do joyful creation. We want it to be fun. We want it to be blissful. We want it to feel amazing. So they're really great energies together, although some people might see them as opposing each other. So um, we're shifting right into this age of Aquarius, which is about unity, the collective consciousness, the need to work together. Aquarius is all about peace, love Limitless possibilities But let's have a look at some of these um, Some of these energies You know, electricity and computers Oh my goodness, the last 20 years How many advances have we seen Even in technology It's been pretty phenomenal really It's really interesting to note too that the energy of Aquarius was also present when the renaissance occurred and the renaissance of course was a big um, quest for more beauty, to experience more beauty in day-to-day life, whether that was through art or culture or um, plays or theatre or whatever it was that was present at that point in time, but it was about bringing beauty into everyday life. So... And we have seen, even in politics, right, We the democracy, the cry for more freedom, we've seen a lot of really interesting things happen in the political world in the last five years, especially globally, um, which has created a lot of contrast, like a lot of people going, you know, with the, the contrast between being more aware and creating more unity and then on the contrast, of course, creating more separation and conflict, um <clears throat> leaning <clears throat> excuse me leaning into this a little more as well you know we've seen a lot of a lot of things that have been brought to light you know this rebel energy this truth this freedom that is required even looking at things like the me too movement where women were gaining a voice in a big global way about where their you know their feminine energy had been disrespected Abuse, assault, rape, you know, that came to light in a huge way and it just went like wildfire across the planet where women were finally stepping up and stepping out and saying, me too, this has happened to me as well. So, we've seen that come forward in a big way. Um, We have seen, of course, Black Lives Matter and the injustice and the racism that has occurred, which is systemic, right? It is built into the system and, you know, what it means to be a Black person who is living under a different set of criteria or pressures or fear than often the rest of the planet and how we have little to no awareness often of what that is like. So for us to go, okay, you know, we need more consciousness, more awareness to be part of the solution rather than contributing to the problem. The other thing of course that has been more prevalent, although it's still held back a lot in the media, is child sex trafficking. And how this is, um, you know, even with what's happened with Jeffrey Epstein and how it's brought to light, how there are rings and circles of sex trafficking that occur right underneath our noses and we have no awareness of it and it is occurring and it is horrific and it needs a solution, right? We need to grow into a greater level of awareness to be able to find the solution, um, You know, and again, like I said, what's happened politically, even what's happened with COVID and the conspiracy theories that have been um, born from that... Now again where you're placing your attention are you placing your attention on something that's creating more fear or are you placing your attention on something that is actually the solution so as light workers we have to be very mindful of being accountable am i contributing to the problem or am i contributing to the solution even if you perceive there to be a problem what is the solution Right? What is the solution in terms of actually bringing more love? Because where there is fear, fear can be contagious. And we don't want to respond to fear with fear. We want to respond to fear with love. And love always brings the solution. And, you know, I've had, you know, like when COVID first started, I had so many people sending me conspiracy theories via messenger right like information and it was like okay thank you for the awareness but what is the solution how are you contributing to the solution where is the love here like and again it was just fascinating (coughs) excuse me folks to be in that space where people weren't really aware of the energy of the message that they were sending Right. And again, because it became a very fearful circumstance for a lot of people. But right, we want to be more aware. We want to go, what is the love choice? And also too, even when it comes to a lot of these things that have occurred, folks, it comes back to um, <clears throat> excuse me, dealing with injustice. Right? What does it take for us to transcend injustice and what that means, really, folks? And I've talked about this in the Intuitive Life Academy before. About how that means that we need to let go of seeing things as right or wrong black, white, pass, fail, um, good and bad. We need to let go of that. We need to actually transcend that and move into a place. Of neutrality, And I know a lot of people find this really hard because this is connected to the ego. The ego is a reflex which is trying to keep you safe. It's really evolved from evolution, right? The Darwinian process of survival of the fittest, but it is a reflex which creates separation. So, you know, the part of you that goes, oh, why has that person got that? Or, um... I can't believe that person's behaving that way, right? You don't, maybe don't understand their motivations or where they're coming from or why they're choosing that. But for us to find the solution, we really need to be in that place where we're choosing unity. We're choosing oneness. We are choosing love. We're choosing to be aware. We're not doing this from a place of spiritual bypassing or ignoring our emotions, We're doing the inner work to be present, to what is inside of us, so we can step into greater levels of spiritual activism. And spiritual activism is really about creating connection. It's about creating love. It's about being willing to see other people's perspectives and be in the energy of love, not ego. Because right? the ego will not hear other people, the ego will push other people away, it creates separation, it's like, I'm right, you're wrong, there's the division, you're over there, I'm over here. Whereas spirit says, we're all the same, we're all connected, we are all love. So our job is to release all the barriers that are created within us, so there's essentially nothing left to hate, Right? Um, so, being in the person who's choosing that, choosing the neutrality, choosing to make wise choices from the awareness that you have. Okay, so the age of Aquarius, right? All these um, different elements the electricity, computers, democracy, freedom, idealism, modernization, rebellion, nonconformity, philanthropy, veracity, perseverance, and truth a lot of these elements are already here, folks. Right, So you could say the age of Aquarius is already here, but it's uh, I guess what we are going to choose to do with these things that are present for us. How are we going to choose to respond? So let's look a little bit more about what the age of Aquarius, what's this going to bring us? Obviously, we've seen a lot of these things happen already. People have had to go online. The internet has become even more important to us. Um, I've heard people say before that Facebook is like the central nervous system of the planet, which I think is kind of apt. If you want to know how people are feeling and what they're responding, and also too, it can be a really amazing reflection of yourself. Right, go onto Facebook and see what's happening in the world. Um, online learning, right, specialized learning. People, of course, you need to be online as a coach or a guide. When I first started doing this, especially, um, a lot of my clients were overseas. A lot of my clients are in the United States. So you need to be online to be able to gain access to a bigger audience, to create a bigger impact. I think one thing for coaches that's going to show up th- more through the age of Aquarius is not necessarily needing to be present. Your wisdom can be shared in a program that you don't have to be present to, you don't have to be live to share wisdom, you can record it and offer it to other people So if you're not online, right, you really need to get online. Most people are, but if you're not, what does it take? What does it take if you are online to go to that next level and offer a program? And if you are offering programs, what does it take to specialize, right? To really niche down into something that is really, that you're passionate about, that lights you up, and that is specific to your purpose. So that's really the evolution of that. And again start thinking about specialised training. People are looking for training and education. Of course, people at this point in our evolution are looking for what their purpose is. Why am I here? What is this all about? We're, um, you know, needing help to navigate even life's journey. You know, if you're not using energy tools in 2020, you probably have really had a bit of a hammering this year uh, in terms of loss, grief, change. Uh, feeling like the universe is working against you, navigating your own ego, transcending any limitations, right? Energy tools can help you with all of that. And again, we want to be using them and working our light consistently. Obviously, another thing that has changed a lot is travel. Wow, this has just been so fascinating. It's just been incredible to see how a pandemic can literally stop airlines. Incredible. So you know, we're going to be wanting to travel still, but again, can you see how that probably comes back to online platforms? Right? How can we access information, culture, language? You know, like um the masterclass series that you have, you know, I was looking at one the other day with Gordon Ramsay and I was just like, that takes you away to another place. You know, you're virtually going to sit in front of Gordon Ramsay and have him teach you a class. This is going to become even more important and more prevalent, right? Look at it in a different way. So, you're going to see doors open that really um, are only previously available, really, to people who had a lot of wealth, right? You'll be able to access places like you know I would imagine that they'll start doing things where if you can't travel that somehow that you would pay to go into a sound healing in I don't know one of the pyramids in Egypt as an example right and you can do it online and do it virtually then you will see more of that it's a necessity if we can't physically leave our homes we are going to want to do more of that online an online virtual retreat. So, again, we've already seen major changes in the way people deliver stuff, right? I know for a lot of people, if you're an extrovert, the pandemic has been a nightmare, right? I'm an introvert, so it's no big deal, but businesses have had to adjust, right? Restaurants have had to go, okay, I'm going to order, you know, I'm going to do a delivery, a home delivery service now. I'm going to put the meals through either pickup or Uber Eats, for example, a lot of other things will also be needing to go online. I know that that happened with my gym, right? That they ended up doing the program online when started to do it. Pandemic hit, they immediately put it online. So, of course, what's going to be a major push? Being an entrepreneur. If you're already an entrepreneur, it's time to up your game, right, to be in service to other people who are wanting to step in to shifting out of their full-time job and into creating and being in control of your own wealth and your own impact. So, of course, because so many people have lost their jobs. So many people um, are really having to think outside the box in terms of creating income, so there's gonna there is naturally right, a huge shift into being an entrepreneur, um, you know. And again, even the perspective of being an entrepreneur now, I think it's more associated with innovation, technology advancement, um, helping people to evolve. But once upon a time, you know, entrepreneurs were probably more of a segregated community, um, and it takes courage to step into entrepreneurship. It takes, uh, you have to learn a lot. There's a lot about being in business that you have to learn what works and what doesn't. Um, and then you have to navigate not just the mindset, but also the personal growth path. You know, you can't end up being in um, complacency you always have to continue to grow and evolve As an entrepreneur Or else you will get left behind You can't get to a place where it's comfortable You have to learn what it is To push yourself out of your comfort zone All the time um, Yeah, so super important, right? To really learn what it takes To create what it is that you want To create freedom You know, I think that's every soul's highest calling because your soul is free. Your soul doesn't know limitation. So when you have a physical body, you do experience limitation. You can't just wake up tomorrow and, you know, be a different sex or be a different color, right? There are certain physical limitations that you have. And you have to work with that and also start working with your soul where you can access this part of you that is limitless. You know, so... There will definitely, because there's such an online push, there's definitely going to be advances there. You know, we're going to see um, increased offerings in internet platforms or um, school. I mean, online platform based learning. You know, there will be, um, you know, other other things too that kind of go the completely the opposite direction. And we've already seen this as well. I don't know if you guys follow, but I love tiny homes and watching people create a tiny home, build a tiny home, um, van life, for example. There's been a huge upsurge in that. I started following Eamon and Beck, who are a Canadian couple, uh, at the beginning of the pandemic. Oh my goodness, just watching their subscribers go through the roof. Because people are looking for alternate ways of being. They're looking for um, more sustainable options. People are going back to grow vegetables in their garden. You know, my parents have always been gardeners, so we've always grown vegetables. But, you know, now there's a huge upsurge in that. People getting back to basics. Having control over your food sources, I think, is really important. Especially when it comes to pesticides and being able to grow organic food yourself. I think people are definitely feeling a shift to that. Wanting to get off grid, wanting to get out into nature, wanting to get back. Which is interesting too, right? Because it feels like it's even more of a split between the online world and also getting back to our roots. So, you know, um, if you're more sensitive, you might be feeling even more contrast with the busyness because there's so much information it can be really overwhelming sometimes being online there's always another offering there's always something else to place your eyeballs on so what does it take to be the person who's using their intuition to go this is where I need to place my attention and focus I think also with this what happens is people go back to basics like learning how to bottle and can their own food um self-care like you know um Remedies that you can use, whether that's herbs or oils or tinctures, etc That you can use for your own healing Um, Really getting back to the roots Whereas people are, you know, wanting to know that they can make their own calendula cream or lavender oil, etc Really wanting to get back to those things and knowing where it comes from So again, um, with money if you haven't heard or learnt anything about cryptocurrency, now's probably a good time, right? The, um, You know, again, cryptocurrency was probably once upon a time, you know, and again, it's not the easiest thing to get into. And I, to be fair, I don't know a huge amount about it, but I have learnt a little bit from people in spiritual communities where they're like, this is the next evolution of money, Right, is cryptocurrency, which is essentially, again, all online, outside of the banking industry. So of course, you know, you have to do your own research in regards to, is this safe? But again, it's about supply and demand. So... What does it take to learn about alternate ways of creating wealth? And again, for a lot, a lot of us, this can be really confronting because it can be like, well, this is totally zone, outside of anything that I'm currently aware of, especially for somebody like me, myself, you know, because I actually had a banking background. So, you know, this is very non-traditional. This is completely outside of the banking industry. And in a lot of ways, the banking industry could see it as... Um, threatening. But I know for myself, longer term, um, you know, money is a frequency, the exchange of money has a rhythm, and when you are working with money and using your intuition, like you can make money doing trades, right, buying and selling, shares, um, commodities, right, whatever it is, options, you can make money using your intuition by going online and um, it actually can be super fun, right? I did this again um, a wee while ago. I, you know, took out uh, different currencies. So, you know, especially, you know, it was Japanese Yen at the time because it had quite a lot of volatility in it. So, you know, you're taking your New Zealand dollars or whatever currency you have, you're putting it into a different currency. And then you're taking it out depending on what the exchange rate is doing. I mean, there's multiple different ways of making money that are outside of a regular 9 to 5 job. But it's just obviously applying yourself, learning what it is you need to learn. But also you can apply your intuition. You can ask your intuition, you know, is this gonna go up or down? Right. Where is the stock? What's it doing? Is it going to, um, you know, and again, obviously, that's information that you would read from the markets as well. But there's just multiple different ways to set yourself up for financial success. You know, a thing in New Zealand that's just kind of come up with recently, a friend showed me is an app called Sharesies, which is basically buying and selling shares. Right. And you look at the app and you can see where you know, what you bought it at, what it's doing today, you know, what your profit is or maybe what your loss is if it was crystallized by selling. But again, starting to develop and grow a portfolio that really works for you and diversification. You know, it makes sense to be diversified in regards to having money in a regular bank, having money in different investments, but also even cryptocurrency. Because again, you know, that's the way of the future. It has been born out of need want and desire and that need want and desire looks like it's not going anywhere it's been around probably for about I'm guessing maybe 10 to 15 years cryptocurrency so you know again if it's held its own for that period of time without falling over it's not a one-hit wonder it'd be something that's worth exploring and to do a little bit of research and often what happens too right it can be easy for us to disregard stuff like that it can be easy for us to go yeah, you know, it um it's no big deal, right? Like it's not relevant to me. Do your research, right? Lean into it, use your intuition, you know. Um and again I think also too moving on even beyond twenty twenty one into twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three, like goodness gracious, let's hope we can go back to international travel and in the way again I don't think it'll probably ever be the way that it was. And also, too, what we took for granted. However, one thing it has definitely highlighted, folks, right, is the importance of soul tribe and soul family. So, this is a huge one for 2021. If you have not created your community, your soul tribe, now's the time to do it. Community is so important. Like, if you want to go far, you will travel with others. It is so important to have the people around you. And also too so important to be supported by the people around you. As a coach, I'm always looking to be supported into the next evolution of me. I love coaching. I love what coaching can do. I love um, you know you see spiritual themes in coaching. Right, that we need to do it together. Right, we need to um, be held to step into our own leadership. You know, I think as a coach, it's important to be good at what you're doing, but also to be good at receiving coaching from other coaches. Right, people that you aspire to be like, it's so important to be in a community of people that you. that you feel uplifted by, right? That they It feels like they get you. It feels like they understand what it is that you're passionate about, that they can hold space for you, that they can really say, oh, I understand, right? I think this is very much the age of Aquarius energy. What is it that you wish to become? What does your bigger dream look like? And How are you going to be supported in stepping into that? Because again, as above, so below. I'm helping people to step into their dream life. I'm also receiving support to step into mine. Right? I'm constantly looking to grow, to evolve, to over, um, overcome any limitations I have, to transcend my own ego, to embody frequency, light frequencies into my physical body, so I can show up as the highest version of myself. I can show up in my ideal self. I can show up as the person who is running like a seven-figure business, who is in the energy of being the CEO, who is in the energy of holding space for a lot of people to make an amazing impact so they can grow and evolve. So I think 2021 and the age of Aquarius is really about what does it take for your container, the energy of what it is that you are offering to become stronger to have a greater foundation and to become a bigger container so you can receive more people into your life and world and this is a mistake that i often see newbies making when they are sharing about themselves they don't separate themselves out from their business right like if you're an entrepreneur if you're a coach if you're a guide you are not your business your business is its own separate entity It is a container that you receive people into. I see a lot of people make this mistake where they make their business about themselves, which is, you know, Ego 101. It's about me. No, it's not. It is about the people that you are serving. It is about the container that you are holding those people in. It is about the energetic offering that you're inviting them into. Um, And this is where, you know, doing the work on the ego is so important, Because if you don't do the work of transcending your own ego, you will create suffering, right? Anywhere there's suffering, you can be guaranteed there's ego, (laughs) right? And you know, it's good to know that so we can easily identify it. But then we want to go, okay, well, what does it take to move into the higher part of myself, my soul, my spirit, to be able to transcend my ego, the part of me that's looking to keep me small but safe, Right, And to transcend that so I can expand, so I can create a bigger container. To realize that I am separate from my business. I am the steward of my business. I am the one who's guiding the ship. And then I am inviting people into this container to be supported, to be loved, to grow into the next evolution of them. And, you know, so it's not about me it is about me being the steward, being the CEO, being the person that is running the light frequencies through me into my business to allow people to step in to that. I've just seen it before where people... Um, They don't realize, especially when they're first starting, they don't realize. And it puts so much pressure on you, right? Because it goes back into that right, wrong, pass, fail, good, bad. If we're making it about ourselves, then it's too easy to take it personally. So the age of Aquarius is learning to, you know, to be able to create bigger unity, bigger consciousness. It's really about our transcended non-ego spiritual self, Connecting with all the non-ego spiritual selves with other people. That is the energetic offer that we want to create. Because your ego will block you every step of the way. You know, so let's look at this a little bit more and making it pertaining to business and being an entrepreneur. Especially speaking to those people who are looking to step into entrepreneurship. Um, Spend some time writing out What you wish your business to be, right? How is it going to feel? Write a letter to your business. Dear business, this is what I want to create because you are in relationship with it, right? Your relationship is with a separate entity. It's not with you. (laughs) And again, like I said, I've seen people make this mistake where they're like, oh, it's all on me, I have to do this it's all about me. No, it's about a separate entity that you are creating that you're inviting people to step into. So that's a huge tip and I wish somebody had explained that to me when I was first starting because you think about it if it's all about you there's too much pressure on you, right? It's too easy to take things personally, it's too easy to um get offended if people don't buy from you. It's too easy to make yourself wrong if you're not getting the level of sales that you want. It's too easy to um, beat yourself up, right, which again is all the elements of the ego. You know, suffering, beat yourself up, make yourself wrong, let go of it. Allow your business to grow by creating the separate entity that you're pouring energy into and you're inviting people into. I A lot of the times I've seen people who make their business about them, what they're doing in the way they're putting too much pressure on themselves, but when it's all about you, that's not a great feeling for your clients to step into. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like, is there going to be space for me, in your business, right? In the container that you're offering. So if you're making it all about you, it's almost like you're getting in the way of inviting people in, right? You want them to feel like you can receive them, that they joyfully can be received, that there's more than enough room for them rather than it being about you, okay? And again, you know, some of these are more deeper philosophical and spiritual, I guess, insights and awarenesses. But the age of Aquarius, right, it's about expanding that container, making the container that you're inviting people into so beautiful, luxurious, comforting, warm, loving, supportive, kind, trustworthy, safe. That's what people want. Because you think about it, how much safety have you experienced this year? Your probably um, root chakra and your primal need for safety has been taking a bit of a hit, right? I feel very fortunate that I have cultivated a relationship with the universe where I know that no matter what, I will be okay because I can communicate with the universe. I can ask the universe for guidance. And I can take action. So no matter what happens, even if I lost my house tomorrow, clear and transmute, right? Or I lost my business, I would figure it out. I would sit down, I would meditate, and I would say to the universe, what do I do now? What do I do next? How do I start again? What's the next step? I have that as a skill set. In fact, that's how I ran my business for the first five years. I literally asked the universe, what do I do next? And what does that look like? It doesn't look like a rational mind action step. It looks like sitting down and listening and receiving the information, knowing it is from your infinite self, because you can feel the frequency of it in your body, and then taking a guided action step, even if you don't know what the outcome is, because when you take that action step and you get some feedback, however that shows up, you get to ask the question again, what do I do now? What's the next action step? Because often, too, with your intuitive guidance, this is how the rational mind works. It likes linear. It goes, I go from A to B, right? Because the rational mind likes to know, right? It likes to have that certainty because that makes it feel safe. Whereas your intuition might say, okay, go over there and do that. Right? and you go over there and do that, and your rational mind will be expecting something, and maybe it doesn't show up the way you think it's going to, and then you stop trusting your guidance, instead of just asking another question, saying what's next, and then your intuition says, okay, go in the opposite direction 180 degrees, and again, sometimes it might ask you to do that, and you're like, it still isn't making sense to me, Right, your rational mind's questioning it, making it wrong, instead of asking another question, which is what do I do next, Go do that. Maybe it's 180 degrees in the opposite direction, right? Or a 95 degree angle in an opposite direction. From there, something amazing shows up right? But because you have had faith, you've followed your guidance, you've taken the action steps, you have to keep going. Because what happens when you do this, you can jump timelines, you can transcend time, you can get action or results quicker, because you're not following A to B, because you need to be in the energy of certainty. You need to cultivate that ability to be in uncertainty, to be able to get quantum results, And this is so important, too, again, for entrepreneurs. You need to follow what feels good. And if you're following your intuition, it's going to feel joyful. It's going to feel amazing. Um, And now more than ever in the age of Aquarius, we need to be following our guidance. Not just for ourselves, but for our communities, for our tribes. As leaders, we need to step into that space where we're showing, we're demonstrating what that looks like. I'll give you an example of this, which I've used before, about how I got guidance one day. It was a Sunday. I was at home. I got guidance to get into my car and drive out to Horswell, which is probably about 20, 25 minutes from my place. So I got my car, drove out to Horswell, and then when I got there, I was like, talking to my guides, and I was like, well, I'm here. What is it? What's going to happen? You know, wanting to expect something like the rational mind does. And I literally got the guidance. I literally heard this. I heard... We just wanted to see that you would do it. And I was like, what? (laughs) Right? I was like, what? I've just driven for 25 minutes for no purpose. Just to prove to my guidance that I can follow instructions. (laughs) Okay? So, and again, at the time, it didn't really make sense. And I was like, okay, whatever. Right? And got in my car, drove home. Anyway, not long after that, um, I was in the United States, and on two separate occasions I got guidance to drive, right, so I drove from San Francisco up to Portland, which was huge for me, because actually the last time I had been there was um, with an ex-boyfriend, and it brought up a huge amount of files in regards to that, and lots of different awarenesses and insights that I needed to have, Um, it was completely guided, synchronistic, trippy, um, Adventure really. Uh, I remember getting to Portland and being like, Why am I here? Literally opening my laptop, and my friend Terry was calling me on Skype. It was amazing, you know, literally as I was opening up the laptop, and I was just like, Whoa, you know, if that's not synchronicity, I don't know what is. And again, you know, discovering what it was that I needed to be there for, and all of that just lit up like a Christmas tree as I, you know, drove back down the coast from Portland back down to San Francisco. Another time I drove for three days from Tucson, Arizona all the way across to Oklahoma to meet an amazing woman, Amber, who I'd met for half an hour, right, in Sedona, I think maybe the year before. They'd come and sat down and had breakfast with us, and I went, drove for three days again, guided to do that, because I knew Amber was going to help me open up my third eye. So, you know, are you committed? Are you committed to taking those kind of action steps? Like, right, I literally drove for three days there, spent some time with her, and drove three days home again because I was committed to following my intuition. And can you see now why my guides, of course, invited me to get into the car and drive to Holswell, which was just for 25 minutes, to make sure I would do it if I was going to be guided to drive halfway across the United States, right? Mm. So, um, you know, are you committed to that level, to your own intuition? Are you tuning in and asking that guidance? Are you asking to be shown, what does the age of Aquarius have for me? How can I shift out of my solar plexus and into my heart chakra in terms of following this Conscious guided awakening that is occurring on the planet so I can be in bigger service? What would it take to start living from the heart chakra? Not just for yourself personally, but for the planet. To be the person who's going to step into that kind of leadership and to lead with love and to lead with light. And also too, as you guys know, I'm very passionate. I've just changed the name for the Intuitive Life Academy Facebook group to the Intuitive Life Academy are creating profit for light workers because now more than ever we need those people who are willing to step out of their day-to-day existence and into full-time entrepreneurship to help others to grow and evolve. Like now more than ever, folks, is the time to step into your purpose to help others on the planet awaken. Right now more than ever, the push is really here. This energy is being birthed. These light frequencies are here on the planet and it's our job to step into that leadership and to own our abilities, our gifts, skills, and talents, you know, which is inherent. It's part of our nature. It's not something exclusive to a certain set of people. It's something that you choose to activate within yourself. To be able to step into leadership, to be a guide, to be a light for other people, but to do it from a place of profit. Why do we need to do it from a place of profit? Not just financially. Profit isn't about just financial. It's about joy. It's about more. It's about receiving. It's about doing the work from a place that uplifts you, right? If you have been in business for yourself, you probably know what it's like to get ground down, to get burnt out, to overgive these are the energies that we need to kind of um, correct within ourselves so they're in the right place. You know, as a light worker, it can be really easy to overgive, right? Because there are so many people to help, right? It can be really easy to um, abandon ourselves and what it is that we need in the pursuit of believing that this is our mission. But that's kind of our ego. Right, our soul doesn't know limitation. It doesn't know burnout. Right, it doesn't know um, where we're grinding our gears or spinning our wheels, because the soul version of what we're doing is fulfilling. It is satisfying. It is uplifting. It is profitable, because that is one of the infinite possibilities. That you can create for yourself. So the question then boils down to. Why not? Why not create a life and business. Where you're helping others to grow and evolve. In a way that is profitable. That gives to you. So you can give more to others. You know the cycle of life. Money is called currency for a reason folks. It comes in and it goes out. We need to. Broaden our river and our currency and our flow so we can give and receive more so we can do more good things Right, so we can gift money or time or resources to things that are important to us Right that we can make sure that children have shoes on their feet when they go to school Or we can donate money so we can protect children from child sex trafficking or we can make a difference because we have the time, resources and energy to do that. right And that is a conscious choice to do it from a place of suffering, which is the ego, or to do it from a place of joyful limitlessness, which is the soul. And this is why I believe that if you um, you know, if you want to be a fully, self-actualized human being which means essentially that you're using all your resources available to you to live a life where you are living your highest potential, you must do soul work. You must work with your soul. Your soul has access to information and awarenesses that you currently do not. If If you are not learning how to access that information, you are missing out Especially in relationship to your business. Especially in relationship to <clears throat> excuse me, who you're here to serve. What you're here to do. right? This is powerful work. In the age of Aquarius, again, those energies, non-conformity. Right? You have to be a little bit of a rebel to let go of your rational mind and start working with your soul. You know, really, the soul is rebel energy, because it's beyond limitation. You know, all the limitations that are placed on us, even, you know, by our family, or by society, or by education systems, you have to do this, this, and this to be successful. That's kind of all going out the window. You know, again, that non-conformity. The truth. The truth is we kind of suck in terms of our evolution at the moment. We need to bring in more harmony, more peace, more solutions. And really, if everybody did their own inner self work, we wouldn't have these problems that we have on the world today. If everybody did the work of transcending their ego, we could live in harmony. That is totally an outcome that is possible for the earth plane. But we need to learn what the ego is, how it affects us, how it is a reflex, how it's sneaking up on us all the time, how it kicks in, how it creates fear. You know, when we see somebody from a different culture or who's not familiar to us, how that can bring up fear in us, because a story just starts going on in our head. It might not even be our own story. It might be a story that we've picked up from the media, or from correspondence, or from the internet, Right? We need to take responsibility to transcend our own fears and our own ego to be able to live in a place where we can see the truth, which is love and kindness and acceptance, knowing that is who we really are, so we can really offer that to others. And if you are not doing that in your business, one thing I've seen over and over and over again this last year, is that if you are not leading from your heart in your business your business is probably going to fail. Woo! Right? That's a big statement. If you are still in your head and you're not leading from your heart, you will get washed away, right? Because again, this unity, this connection, this need and desire for us to come together, that's all about the heart. It's about heart-based energies. If you have a broken heart, if you have heart walls, now's a really good time to work on that. Right, so you can open up so you can receive more love from your tribe, but also that you can give more love to others. Work on yourself and do what's required so you can give. Not from a place of agenda. I've seen this a couple of times too, right? Like <laughs> where people go, I'm going to make this connection because I think that it's going to be advantageous to my business. Please let go of that thought process. Right, that is the ego talking. Right, if you're not doing it from a heart based, genuine, I would love to connect with you because you seem really fascinating and interesting, then please don't do it at all. Right, people can see it a mile away, it's like the proverbial dog's bollocks. Right, don't do that, don't be um scheming or you know, that kind of energy is long gone. Ask the universe to bring you people who will bring you joy, who can help you grow your business, right? Ask for that energy to be replicated. Ask to have a client who adores you and wants to refer clients to you. Ask for that energy to be replicated. Don't go into, um, I've just seen it before happen a couple of times, where people go into, I'm going to make the connection with that purpose for my own benefit, no, you want to show up in the energy of what, what, let's focus on the relationship first, rather than how you can bring me benefit. In fact, I've had this happen a couple of times to me this year, folks, where people have approached me and they've basically said, um, I want you to promote me. Right? And it's just like, what? You know, like, do you, are you not even interested in getting to know me as a person? You know, are you not interested in what the academy does and how we can support you and your growth? You know, it's really, it's really that energy will be dismantled very quickly, right? That is not sustainable. It is not about making a connection. It is not about relationships and it will hurt you and your business. So let go of anywhere you're trying to go into the strategy of going, oh, I should make a connection with that person because uh, somehow you've got an agenda attached to it. People can see it. It's not attractive. Let it go. Right, Being in that space of, um, I'm genuinely interested in this person. This person has a vibration that feels positive to me. I'm curious about learning about what it is that they know. So many times I see people do this and it's, um, you know, it's silly, right? If you get to a certain level of success in your business, people always stay curious. There's always somebody who can lear- you can learn something from. Like just the other day, like I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole on Facebook and I found this woman who is probably at least 15 years younger than me and I was just like, oh, this woman's energy just feels amazing. She's so clear and her, grounded in her energy and clear in her explanations. Like I am going to track her down and have her on my podcast because I just loved what she was talking about. So, you know, that's the kind of curiosity you want to be in. You want to be in that, And again, it's not for, um, you know, I mean, I hope that she'll say yes. It doesn't necessarily mean it's a given, right? But um, you want to be in that energy first and foremost. Wow, that feels amazing. Wow, that per- I'm fascinated about what that person's got to say or how they feel. Rather than if I connect with that person that's going to be an advantage to me, right, that's an old attitude that's got to fly out the window. So again, in um, in 2021, folks, what are your intentions? What do you intend to have happen? Now is a really powerful time to plant some seeds, You know, like, and I would hear something like that once upon a time and think, oh, yeah, but literally on the 21st and 22nd, I set a lot of intentions. And I tell you what, it's the first time I've ever been really, really aware of how fertile the soil is in terms of those manifestations coming to pass. Um, I would encourage you to start doing a couple of things, right? Living from the energy of your ideal outcome. Right? if you're the CEO of your business, how do you, what would you be doing? How are you feeling? What decisions are you making? Where are you focusing your attention? What disciplines do you have? You know, my quote or mantra through for 2021 is freedom through discipline. Right? That's come up for me big time. Discipline on where you focus your attention, discipline on what you're actually doing, discipline on doing the things that generate connections, relationships. And therefore, as a byproduct of that income, right, again, what does it take to be in that space where you're, um, you know, you're coming from deep reverence and humility and wanting to make a difference rather than anything other than that fear, scarcity, doubt. Again, all of that is associated with the ego. I guess too, for me, like 2020 has made that so crystal clear, Like, whether you're in your ego or whether you're in your spirit. And the divide becomes greater. You know, like, the ego will sneak up on us. It will turn, you know, it will take a situation (laughs) that we perceive to be bad and we'll start telling ourselves a story about it. It's up to us to wrangle that back by going to our spirit and asking our spirit to help us to surrender and release it, right? Anything that's not true. So what is it that you intend to have happen in 2020, 2021? I'm probably going to talk more to that next week on the next radio show. But um, in the meantime, folks, thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed learning about the age of Aquarius and what it's bringing us. Again, those increases in contrast, right, between technology, being online, um, being off-grid, living in a tiny home, um, the way things have changed in regards to delivery of services, uh, travel, what's that going to look like still up in the air. But um, in the meantime, I hope you uh, have an amazing Christmas. I hope you receive uh, Christ consciousness in your heart, which is the peace and love of the joy of being human. Of having a soul. Of experiencing duality. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. I'm sending you so much love and light. And I'll look forward to connecting with you again next week. Bye for now. Bye.